This is the Ultima Podcast. Inside stories from Ultima Festival of Contemporary Music. I'm Rob Young, and in this series you can join me and meet the composers, performers, and ideas behind today's most innovative music. Arne Norheim is a name many people recognise in Norway. He was the country's leading modernist composer and had a popular appeal far beyond what's usual in other countries for a composer of avant-garde and experimental music. From the 1950s until his death in 2010, age 78, he moved through many of the big post-war avant-garde music styles, from serialism to work for theatre, ballet, film and television. He made a lot of electronic music too, which sometimes turns up in unexpected places. For example, Oslo's huge underground sewage works commissioned him to create a permanently installed electronic music drone. One of his biggest fans was Frank Zappa of all people, and they became close friends in the 1970s. He was even given a grace and favour residence in the grounds of the Royal Palace in Oslo. Interesting guy. This podcast is not about Arne Norheim, but it is about a prize named after him. It's awarded every year to a new and promising composer in Norway. Here's Ultima's artistic director, Torbjörn Tunderhansen. The Arne Nordheim Composers Prize was established in 2001 on the occasion of his 70th birthday by the Norwegian Ministry of Culture. It started an annual giving out of this prize to a composer resident in Norway. In the first years, Arne Nordheim was part of the jury himself, and since then the jury has been handing this out now every second year. And this year it's handed out uh, on the occasion of the Ultima Festival on the 16th of September. And the prize winner will be handed a prize of 200,000 Norwegian kroner. And we have now started then to do this also by presenting a portrait concert with the uh, prize winner. We have a sneak preview of this year's winner in this episode. But first, I wanted to hear from the previous winner, Christina Shergerson on what the prize meant to her. Christina's music involves weird and wonderful new ideas about performance. She sometimes asks musicians to dress in costume or make bird-like movements. And it's very theatrical. In one piece, a whole mini forest takes root inside a grand piano. And by the way, the intro and outro music we use on the podcast, that's Christina. It's very, it's extremely happy and honoured to, to get the prize and also many of the um, previous receivers is like I'm a huge fan of, of them so yeah I felt quite humble <laughs> to be in the company of these uh, great composers yeah for me it was very nice to feel that people appreciate what I, what I make it's yeah it's a very good feeling and you just want to make more music So, who is the winner of this year's Arne Norheim Prize? Well, I'm um, Jan Martin Smerdal. I'm a composer. 
Uh, that's the short version. I do quite a lot of things, but uh, my main work is creating music. I, I really love playing and doing this, um, what's happening in a band and like this close relation and relations between human being and the social interaction is pretty much what I'm engaged in what's, as for composing. But um, And uh, that comes from this band situation. So I really love that. But I'm also a very nervous person. So I, I really hate st- going on stage, being like uh, in front of things. I like to do, create, but not like uh, showing it, <laughs> being the one who's showing it off. That's Jan Martin Smerdal, who was born in 1978 the 2022 Norheim Prize winner. He's both a musician and a composer. In the 2000s, he performed regularly with people like Jenny Vahl and her band Rocket to the Sky, Hannah Huckelberg, Jessica Sligter, and his own 15-piece group, Acoustic Accident. He seems quite surprised and humbled by the whole business. I'm, you know, I mean, I'm... uh, I'm overwhelmed. Uh, It's, uh, I'm... Feel, uh, <laughs> feels feels like a mistake. No, it's uh, why me? Well, I don't. I'm just working with the things I do work, and uh, I feel I'm so honored about it. I mean, all the other uh, recipients are people I really uh, look up. Look up. Uh, I really enjoy their their work. Yeah, Martin Smurl is one of the most dynamic Norwegian composers, and also very open. Ultima's director Torbjorn Tender Hansen again. He has a Musical background himself, very much across uh, genres, has been also a, a musician himself in various bands and, has, and is moving now also very freely between a notated contemporary music world and a very open music world. So I think one of the things that is really fascinating about Tian Martin is his ability to write music in this very open way. He's also very interested in what he calls musical flocks, so kind of compressed musical landscapes, both with acoustic instruments, but also with very much electronic music. And then he's also very interested in this openness of trying to bring together different sound worlds, but I think in a very delicate and uh, unique way. He's interested in flocking movements and herd mentality as a way of organising dynamic movements and structures in the sound. I'm uh, very um, into the the social structures of like not only human beings but also of course in the music uh, making and creating and the reproduction of music and all this is very important for me so um, that's why <laughs> many many pieces are called something like flock I mean you find that word in several pieces I often tend to mention the article, uh, which is called More is Different. It has nothing to do with music, but uh, the main thing in the article basically just say uh, a change in quantity is a change in quality. So, And that was uh, hugely influential for me, like the concept. It's very simple and quite obvious, uh, self-explicatory. But for me at the time when I read it, it was like, wow. And at the same time, I also was very into this emergence uh, the theory you find in several kinds of insects and birds and uh, 
structures, especially you see in ants and termites and stuff. It's it's they don't have any thought or brain or like individual voice, so to say. But uh, the sum of it is it's quite astonishing. I was talking to a friend of mine, and I suddenly realized, uh, speaking of these animals and uh, the insects and stuff, uh, that um, because uh, there's many composers doing nature stuff, inspired by also flocks, and uh, we have the same interest, and that's nice, and we do it in different ways. And uh, nevertheless, there's some I, I discovered talking to his friend. Uh, can almost say we have this human gaze. I mean, we've been talking about the male gaze and stuff uh, for the last 10 years, but, uh, but we also have this human gaze on nature, like almost romanticizing it and also like doing it too friendly and, we all, and also too meaningful. So uh, I've often used the example of like uh, what's called starling flocks, you know, these huge flocks because they're... Uh, they're very imitative birds. I mean, they're incredible singers. They can imitate whatever. It's fantastic, but they also imitate movements very well. So they do these uh, uh, flock movements. And we as humans have this human gaze on it, which, oh yeah, this structure is fantastic. Like we, we, we see it as something else and something like uh, of this true smooth edges and there's this structure the, geom the geometry of this was we find it's mesmerizing they don't think about this at all and it is a necessity they have to do it like that so uh, therefore i started already in 2015 uh, i did this flogomi piece which was for me quite uh important to do. I was uh, not sitting writing dots on a paper. I was working, uh, as I've done several times, but a different way this time. I was working with Yumi Murakami, which I worked a whole lot with in Ensemble Neon, which I'm a part of. Uh, so, so we had some days in the studio. I have done quite a lot of um, thinking in advance, but I hadn't written anything. So I had this plan of making this Chinese whisper game with her in studio, which turned out to be Flokomi. And then I created flocks of her copying herself. I was trying to delete all everything personal, everything like uh, I don't want any interpretation of anything. I just want her to like repeat, repeat, and imitate, not like uh, just uh, imagining the things in her head, like this is a score, but just listening, responding purely without coloring or doing anything musical about it. Jan Martin has made a series of pieces called My Favourite Thing. They vary from solo pieces to work for larger groups, with a common theme is the idea of delving into your most powerful musical memories and creating something that builds on the intensity of a few brief remembered moments. (laughs) 
Another thing I'm also very occupied uh, with uh, in the in the pieces is uh, how to go about memories and how memories are created and always uh, all the time recreated. This is a known phenomenon. Uh, when you remember something, each time you remember something, whatever it is, you recreate that memory. It's actually a, a new sculpture every time. Uh, and that's quite a fascinating thing. So I've used that also like a um, way to how to compose. Especially you can hear that in um, my favorite thing, one. second piece well this number two uh, I uh, made nine sections like uh, it's more like a rhapsody the piece uh, it's a different very different from the number one so uh, it's a rhapsody like consisting of my uh, recreating memories once again from the other persons the, the, the performers memories I was doing this several times on each of these nine and the result is just a bam collage put together like this this is nine voices put together not upon each other but after each other like um, the first one was more like a transitional piece like always in transit stations but the, this one was woof, putting it just simple one thing after the other the third piece is for an orchestra, and then I interviewed all the musicians there also in the orchestra, and uh, I made this uh, <laughs> cloud, you know, the word cloud, just to get uh, some kind of overview of it. And, uh, and there I made this, how, how the one voice suddenly converts into tendencies, musical tendencies, more than collage. And that was my whole point with my favorite thing. Uh, instead of... Um, one and one, uh, if you're a few musicians, each voice become very meaningful. More voices, you get this more noisier, uh, unclear, because it's so, I mean, nine, nine musicians having their voices. It's quite a lot. You can't always differentiate, uh, separate the, each voice. Orchestra is impossible. You can have some voices, some soloists, and in many ways, that's a nice picture of society as a whole. Thanks to Jan-Martin Smerdal, and he'll be receiving the Arne Norheim Composers Prize at a special concert of his music at Oslo's Munch Museum on the 16th of September. The Ultima podcast is made by Ultima Festival of Contemporary Music in Oslo, Norway. I'm Rob Young. Original music by Christina Shergerson. The producer was Regina Dursen Christofferson at Filt Oslo. Sound mixing by Daniel Dortlan. Ultima Festival happens in September. For info, go to ultima.no. Until next time, thanks for listening. <laughs>